This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, it's Fair and 69 at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 24th of July, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We've got a warm day in store for you today. Sunny skies, a high of 95 with a heat index as high as 101. Overnight, under a clear sky, our low down to 72. Tuesday, more sunshine, high of 96 with a heat index of 102. And it's going to be hot for the rest of the week. Sunny and 96 on Wednesday, 97 Thursday and Friday. And over the weekend, highs in the mid to upper 90s. Right now, it's fair and 69 at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations to our employee of the day for today. It's Dolores Hartman, and she's a volunteer at CHI St. Vincent Moralton. Obituaries this morning. Roy D. Dude Bryant, age 82, of Formosa, died on Saturday, July 22nd. He was a retired dairy farmer, convenience store owner, and car wash owner. He served as a member of the Nemo Vista School Board, a delegate for AMPI Milk Cooperative, president of the Halbrook Cemetery Board of Directors, committee member of the Formosa Community Building Project, and deacon of the Formosa Church of Christ. He is survived by his wife, Mary Davidson Bryant, Three sons, Harold Bryant, Brian Bryant, both of the Austin community, and Dr. Bruce Bryant of Hot Springs. One sister, 11 grandchildren, 14 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. Funeral service for Roy D. Dude Bryant will be Wednesday, July 26, 11 a.m. at the Center Ridge Church of Christ with Brother Jay Crow officiating. Burial will be at Halbrook Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. In lieu of flowers, the family requests contributions be made to Halbrook Cemetery at P.O. Box 161 in Center Ridge, Zip 72027. Visitation will be Tuesday night from 6 until 8 at the funeral home. Max Lynette Deaver-Gilliam, age 80, of Birdtown, died on Saturday, July 22nd. She is survived by two children, Paul Gilliam and Lisa Brown, both of Birdtown, one brother, one sister, five grandchildren, and 14 great-grandchildren. Graveside service for Max Lynette Deaver-Gilliam will be Tuesday, July 25th, 10 a.m. at Kilgore Cemetery with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Joyce Diana Brown Pilkington, age 70, of North Little Rock in Russellville, died on July 16th. She was retired from the Democrat Gazette newspaper and is survived by two sons, Craig Pilkington of North Carolina and Todd Pilkington of Oregon. A graveside service will be this morning at 10 at Cedar Creek Cemetery with Brother Joey Hanna officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Roger B. Slater, age 90, of Perryville, died on Thursday, July 20th. He was an assembly manager for Hartwell, a paratrooper in the Korean War, and is survived by his wife, Virginia Gann Slater, sons Robert Slater, Roger Slater, and Richard Crabtree. 10 grandchildren, and 13 great-grandchildren. The funeral service for Roger B. Slater will be this afternoon at 2 at the Harris Chapel with Brother Jason Campbell officiating. Burial will be at Hope Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Approaching 735, it's fair and 69 at the KVOM studios. We'll get up to 95 today with sunshine and a heat index as high as 101. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Welcome home to 
hometown banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Loans done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736 Fair and 69 at the KVOM Studios. The identity of the inmate who died in the Conway County Detention Center last week has been confirmed. Sheriff Mike Smith said Friday that 45-year-old Christopher Blizzard of Morrillton is the inmate found unresponsive in an observation cell Thursday morning. Blizzard was arrested by Morrillton police Wednesday on a public intoxication charge. The sheriff says Blizzard was discovered by jail staff during a routine cell check. Smith says staff began CPR and MedTech EMS was dispatched to the detention center, but life-saving efforts were unsuccessful. The sheriff requested the Arkansas State Police to conduct an investigation into the death. Blizzard's body was sent to the state crime lab for an autopsy to determine the cause of death. Arkansas Department of Public Safety released a statement Friday regarding the Arkansas State Police investigation into the death of 26-year-old Dietrich Williams Jr. in the custody of Conway Police last Monday. The DPS notes that according to the medical examiner who conducted the autopsy of Williams, There is no evidence of life-threatening inflicted injury or internal injury. A comprehensive investigation into the in-custody death of Williams is being conducted by the Arkansas State Police's Criminal Investigation Division. The death of Williams is one of two deaths of individuals in the custody of Conway Police that occurred last week. The death of 44-year-old Ricky Freeberg last Tuesday is also being investigated by state police. The Conway County Quorum Court will hold its regular monthly meeting tonight. In the 5 p.m. session, Justices of the Peace will address an emergency ordinance adopting certain rules and regulations concerning external noise attenuation of data centers and to prevent noise disturbance in the county. The ordinance is designed to establish guidelines that would limit the noise level and place other restrictions on crypto mining facilities that might consider locating in the county. Prior to the meeting of the full Quorum Court, The Budget and Finance Committee and Jail Committee will meet again to discuss the request for a salary increase for the Sheriff's Department and jail personnel and methods of increasing revenue at the jail. That joint committee meeting starts at 4 p.m. in the third floor courtroom at the courthouse in Morrillton. The City of Morrillton Street Department has stayed busy this summer cleaning up from a series of storms that have impacted the area, taking down numerous trees around the city. In addition to removing trees that fall on city streets, crews have also been scouring the city to remove limbs and debris from private properties that residents have placed by the street for curbside pickup. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer thanked the department for the extra hours they've put in to help clean up the city. street department works hard. I mean, they had to get up like Saturday at 1 o'clock in the morning and clear a tree out of the road. So, you know, they don't, they don't work just 8 to 5. And if we haven't gotten everything picked up, Give us a call, and we'll come take care of it for you. You know, we might have missed a house or two to give us a call, and we'll be glad to come back and get that picked up for you. 
If you have limbs, branches, and brush that you'd like removed from your property, you're asked to place them all in a pile by the street, and crews will pick them up from there. The Perry Fire Department is one of 30 fire departments in Arkansas, sharing a donation of more than 70,000 cans of emergency drinking water this summer. Anheuser-Busch and its wholesaler partners are teaming up with the National Volunteer Fire Council for the fifth consecutive year to donate emergency drinking water to local fire departments nationwide. The water donations are designed to deliver on the critical need for drinking water that fire departments have, as well as to support the communities where Anheuser-Busch's customers and employees live and work. Since 2019, Anheuser-Busch and its national network of independent wholesalers have partnered with the MVFC to donate more than 6.4 million cans of clean, safe drinking water to more than 960 fire departments across 49 states to support disaster response needs. From our community calendar, RVAC will issue commodities to all qualifying Perry and Conway County residents tomorrow. The distribution for Perry County will be from 10 till noon at the Diane Wilson Senior Activity Center in Perryville. The distribution for Conway County will be tomorrow afternoon from 1.30 till 3.30 at the Conway County Fairgrounds. Participants need to bring their driver's license and know their household income amount. This distribution is a drive through service. You'll not need to get out of your vehicle to get the commodities. There are a number of meetings coming up where you can learn about opportunities and make plans for the April 2024 solar eclipse. The Villages and Landowners Committee meets this Wednesday night at 5.30 at Action Services. The Retail and Other Businesses Committee will meet Wednesday, August 9th, 8.30 a.m. at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. The Hotels and Restaurant Committee will meet Thursday, August 17th, 9 a.m. at the Chamber Office. The Safety Committee will meet August 17th at 6 p.m. at the Moralton North Fire Station. The Promotion and Events Committee will meet on September 27th with more details to come about that meeting. Revival services at Hattieville Baptist Church continue at 7 o'clock each night through Wednesday and all are welcome. The South Conway County School District is partnering with the U.S. Department of Agriculture to offer free summer meals for kids and teens. Now this is the final week. Today through Thursday, breakfast is served 7.30 to 9 a.m. Lunch served from 11 till noon at Moralton High School. And these meals are for all children up to age 18. Nominations are being accepted through this Friday for the next class of Leadership Conway County. The nine-session program begins August the 11th, runs through March of 2024, and you can call the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce at 501-354-2393 for more information. The Republican Party of Conway County is holding its annual Rockefeller Dinner next Monday, beginning at 6 p.m. at Orenwood Hall in Moralton with the guest speakers Honorable Joseph K. Wood, and then Jamie Land, chairman of the Arkansas Young Republicans, will also be on hand. You can contact Sheila Beck, 501-977-4007, for tickets or sponsorship opportunities. And the Moralton Knights of Columbus is holding its annual Live Free for a Month raffle. The winner gets all of his or her bills paid for a month with a minimum prize payout of $2,500. The drawing will be held August the 6th. Tickets are $20 each. Those can be purchased from any Knights of Columbus member, you can get them at the Monday Night Bingo Games, which will be played tonight, or you can get in touch with us here at KVOM to get some tickets. So here's some exciting news. The KVOM mobile app is moving. Now you can enjoy your favorite EAB radio station, high school sports audio and video streams and podcasts in one place. It's the all-new EAB media app that puts all of your favorite programs at your fingertips, allowing you to listen with ease. And it's available for free on the App Store and Google Play. 
It's also one of the many places where you can hear KVOM's Morning News Watch podcast, presented each weekday by Petty Jean State Bank. Your radio stations, your sports, your podcasts, your Arkansas. Search for EAB Media and download this app for free today. 743, it's fair and 69 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Donnie Crane from the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswatch Dress Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The annual meeting of the governing body of the Arkansas Activities Association begins today in Little Rock. This is a time when member schools vote on proposals that have come to the board from activity district suggestions from the AAA staff, spring survey of schools, and advice from various committees. Among the proposals the board is recommending, members pass is one that would create additional conferences in Class 4A basketball, baseball, and softball. There are currently six Class 4A conferences. The proposal, if passed, would establish a total of eight conferences in that classification. The purpose of the proposal is to provide more opportunities to reduce travel and increase regional and state tournament participation. Another proposal the AAA board is recommending schools pass would calculate competitive equity points for private schools based on the results from the previous two years of competition rather than four years. A proposal is also on the table that would set the total number of teams in football classifications to 16 in Class 7A and 6A and 32 in Class 5A, including the public and private schools. All approved proposals would go into effect in the 2024-25 school year. Marlton's Maddox Long earned his first summer league win on Friday, picking for the Green Bay Rockers of the Northwoods League. The Harding University right-hander allowed just two hits and an earned run on the hill with four strikeouts and six innings in the Rockers' 2-1 to win over the Madison Mallards. Led by running back Raheem Sanders' first team selection, four Arkansas Razorback football players earned preseason All-SEC honors and a vote by members of the media. In addition to Sanders, quarterback K.J. Jefferson and offensive lineman Brady Latham garnered preseason second-team All-SEC praise. Defensive back Dwight McLaughlin was Razorback's lone representative on the defensive side of the ball, picking up preseason second-team All-SEC honors. As a team, the Razorbacks were picked to finish fifth in the SEC West, receiving three first-place votes. Arkansas kicks off the season at 3 p.m. Saturday, September 2nd, against FCS Bow Western Carolina at War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock. St. Louis Cardinals have followed their season-best six-game winning streak with a three-game losing streak. Cards lost the series finale to the Cubs 7-2 in Chicago on Sunday. Cardinals remain 11 games out of first place in the National League Central Division standings and are just a half game ahead of last place Pittsburgh as they start a three-game series in Arizona. Tonight, first pick for that game scheduled for 8.40 p.m. with pregame coverage at 7.45 on 99.3 FM, the Eagle. A late three-run lead did not stand up for the Arkansas Travelers in an 8-7 loss to the Springfield Cardinals on Sunday night in Springfield. 
After having today off, the Crabs start a 12-game homestand on Tuesday with an afternoon game against the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. 7.48 now as we look at weather on this Monday morning. We've got humidity at 93% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.08 inches. Low temperature this morning, 69 degrees. High yesterday, 94. A year ago today, the low was 74. The high was 105. We ended up with 95 100 inches rain Friday morning at the KVM Studios. Nothing since then. And total for the years at 39.26 inches. Sunset tonight at 8.21. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.14. And forecast calls for sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 95 degrees. And we'll, we'll be just sunny and hot all week long. No mention of rain in the forecast. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 72. And again, mid to upper 90s for highs all week long. Probably not quite as hot as what we had for a few days uh, last week when we had those heat index values up over 110. But we're going to heat index right around 101 today, 102 tomorrow. Right now, we've got fair skies, 71 degrees in Morrilton, 749 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 7.53 now on KVOM, and we're joined on our close-up interview this morning by Donnie Crane, President and CEO of the Marlton Area Chamber of Commerce and Cohen Kenny Economic Development Corporation. Good morning, Donnie. Good morning, Eric. All right, we've got uh, things to talk about here this this morning and a lot of exciting things uh, of course we're starting leadership conway county we've talked about that a little bit and right uh, deadlines coming up yeah this friday uh, the 28th of july is the deadline for this year's class uh, the first class is going to be august 11th and 12th we're going to do an overnight retreat up on page mountain at camp trinity but uh, yeah the deadline's approaching so certainly if someone's interested in in getting involved uh, we certainly uh, uh, would encourage them to contact us get an application so they can get that submitted in time uh, you know it's it's a great class great opportunity for folks who are maybe looking to how they can you know personally make help make an impact and uh, you know positive change in our community and so this class is a great way for them to learn a lot of those those skills uh, maybe meet some of the different folks in the community that they can work with as well as you know maybe learn a little bit more about the, the issues and the you know the opportunities that we're facing and so it's you know a really great opportunity for people want to get involved and in leadership Conway County and applications are due this Friday, so that's that's a big thing meeting that deadline. All right, yes, certainly uh, looking mm-hmm. for some good folks for that and people who are, as you mentioned, very interested in uh, uh, in Coma County and right. uh, doing doing good things here. Yeah. And so get with the chamber on that, for that deadline mm-hmm. this Friday, and then chamber also will be busy here in a couple of weeks. Teacher appreciation. Oh yes, here we are at yeah. the you know that time of year again. Uh, school's about to get. Uh, started and so I know all the kids they're anxious to get back into school and all and you know this is our opportunity we, we take every year to do uh, teacher appreciation luncheons and and we go to every school here in, in the county and you know let the teachers know that how much we appreciate what they do truly they're working day in and day out
day out with the uh, the future of our community with our students and so uh, we've got a little uh, route that we'll be taking throughout the the next few weeks so we'll make sure that all of those schools are are reached we have those luncheons it's a great time and just a good way to say appreciation and it's not just the chamber of commerce that does it it's our many different businesses and sponsors you know it's, it's an opportunity for them to just say thank you we appreciate what you do and what you're you know the difference you're making here in our community sure and i uh, need any volunteer help with that oh yes well that's one of those things it's, it's a, a big endeavor and so certainly encourage people to call the chamber at 354-2393 if they have any uh, questions or you know want to maybe uh support it or assist us in some way with volunteers yes okay all right and uh this is something that's kind of exciting perry mm -hmm. county chamber of commerce going to be reorganized i guess yes right. yeah we're very excited about that it was about this time last year uh that uh, you know a lot of the people that you know have been helping with the chamber of commerce there in perry county got busy doing different things and so you know they had sort of had their chamber sort of uh, i guess become a little bit inactive and so uh you know we're uh, working with them to restart that uh, there's a lot of energy over there a lot of good things happening in Perry County and so we're we're very anxious to help them get that restarted again uh, a lot of business owners are very excited about it and so uh, I know we'll be uh, we're, we're starting you know membership sales and stuff for the Perry County Chamber of Commerce uh, once we've got several folks on board we're going to have an organization meeting where we're going to sort of you know start you know a, a committee to start talking about the different projects and things that we can work on you know, again, just to make uh, Perry County an even better place to live and do business and all those good things. So really excited about that. Yeah, very good for uh, for the people and, and businesses there in Perry County. Right. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, we are missing uh, Stephanie Lipsmeyer there. Yes, the yes, we are. Certainly, and looking to fill her shoes. Right. Those, those are big shoes to fill. Of course, she's gone on and doing good things now with the school district. But so we are hiring. Uh, started putting out the word last week that we're trying to hire for the position that she was previously in, the director of events and membership services. Mm -hmm. So we're asking if anyone's you know passionate about the community, they want to help our businesses thrive here in our local area. If they are you know ones that want to help put on and plan and do all these events that make living and working here in Marlton and the Paging River Valley so wonderful, you know, that maybe they'd be a good candidate. And so definitely encourage them to, uh, you know, call us or go to our website, uh, marlton.com, uh, for information on the position and information on how to apply. And definitely hoping to you know, get that right person in that role that could really help, you know, help us move the community forward. Sure. All right. Hopefully mm -hmm. we'll get someone... Uh, some good uh, candidates there for that, uh, that position. All right, so a lot of a lot of things happening. Right, uh, they sure certainly. are good things. Yeah, I, no, absolutely. Anything else we may miss? This well, morning? not that I, I can think of, but always encourage people to you know obviously listen to KVOM every morning and then in the afternoons when you, you do your news, you always do a great job of uh, covering the events and activities that are happening here in the community. And then also definitely go out on Facebook and like us at the Marlton Area Chamber of Commerce for more some of those different things on the different events and stuff that we do. If they need more information. Or, or just to give us a call. We've got all of our information out there. All right. Tony Crane with the Marlton Area Chamber of Commerce. We thank you so much for coming in this morning. All right. Thank you, Eric. It is 7.59 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.